This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? Ho, ho, ho! It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Hi, I'm Jeff. And I'm Patty. And people make mistakes. They also make dumb mistakes. Oh, yeah. We just got to a park, and this was really interesting because Patty yells at me. She goes, hey, come here. you got to see this. The people across the street had just arrived. Yeah, they arrived that day, and they must have gone out somewhere. They had a dog. They had a big, they have a big dog. Big fluffy dog. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And somehow or another, they locked themselves out of their trailer. Yeah, with the dog in it. Yeah, so the dog's in, and of course, he's not going to help, you know. Yeah, and they're they're trying everything they can to figure out, you know, how to get the door open or maybe find a window that was unlocked. Luckily, a neighbor came over and helped them. Mm -hmm. And... They started looking at this one particular window. Evidently, they figured they could kind of jimmy the window open. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't locked or shut all the way, but they had to get a ladder. The neighbor had a ladder. The neighbor brought the ladder over, Mm -hmm. and they were able to use the ladder. (laughs) And the the wife climbed up the ladder, and the husband pushed her in. Right. By the butt. And then... (laughs) Then next thing you know, she handed him the keys, and he goes and opens the door. Right. And this was a small trailer. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't very big. (laughs) So we thought, oh, look what they did. Yeah. Locking their keys in there, right? And then karma (laughs) hit us. Yeah. We came home. I don't know what happened, but somehow or another, we were going to go back out. Yeah, this was like the next day. And we couldn't find the car keys. No, the car keys weren't where they always are. When we come in, we have a place where we always put the car keys. Yes, we do. Now, right away, I knew, okay, that's me. That's my fault. What did I do with them? I don't know what I did with them. Because he would never do that. He's always really good at But at the same time, I thought, oh, man, you know, we loaded up some groceries. Did I leave the keys on the roof? Did I leave them on the bumper and then drive off? (laughs) I called the grocery store. No, we haven't seen any keys. I can't believe you called the grocery store. That is the stupidest thing. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) And then, yeah, so then, you know, we were asking. Well, because, because you can't drive the car without the keys. Oh, and then on top of that. Patty says, you know what? I'll bet you the keys fell into one of the recycle bags. Yeah, because I had some recycle bags yeah, that I took them. Yeah, that I took to the recycle bin. Mm-hmm. So we went and we looked in the bin, pulled out our bags. He, bag. I, I took one bag, he took the other. We went through them and put them back in and said, well, it's not in my bag. He said, it's not in mine either. Right. So that but was that. You did not believe me. Well, yeah, I wasn't sure because we couldn't find them anywhere. You know, this is a 38-foot RV. It's like, and how do you lose something in such a small space? It's just, it was a big mystery. So and we then searched everywhere, drawers, she cupboards. She starts saying, she starts picking on well, me. Well, no, what happened was that night I went out to the trash. I took some trash out before bed to the dumpster, and I thought, I wonder if the recycle came yet. Because I thought, it's got to be in that bag of the recycle. The one that Jeff checked because he didn't do it right. Right. 
So I went over to the recycle bin and I looked in and the stuff was still there. And it's like, okay, good. It was dark though. So I came back in and I said, okay, tomorrow morning, as soon as it gets light and when everybody's still sleeping, we got to go back to that recycle bin and pull that bag out and look in that again. Because I don't think you look really correctly. And I knew I had. So sure enough, next morning, we put on our stuff and Uh we go out to the recycle bin. It was chilly out. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we get the bag. And I had put on my zip-up hoodie. Mm-hmm. And we, we get the bag. Pulled the bag out. Patty's and, looking through it. And we looked, and I said, okay, yeah, you're right. It's not in there. And then I looked at Patty, and I said, are you sure you've checked all your pockets? And I felt my pocket, and it was like, oh, my God, there they were in yeah. my zip-up hoodie in the pocket all this time. Exactly. So thank oh. goodness, but thank goodness I said, we got to check that in the morning. Otherwise, oh, yeah. I wouldn't have put that on. She's justifying I, it. That's the, You know what? They'd still be in that pocket and we'd still be scratching our heads like, what the heck happened to this? Probably. So you know what? It worked out, even though I <laughs> had to go, we had to go back to that dumpster. It was funny because it was kind of full. So our bags were on the top. So it was easy to grab. Thank you God. Know. Yeah. And so. Anyway. I'm not crawling in a dumpster again. No. But anyway. So we do that, dumb things too. That gave us a great idea. Mm-hmm. Let's ask people yeah. what's some of the dumb things they've seen. Maybe they've done them. Who knows what. But the first guy we talked to, boy, did he have a story. Yeah. When a woman says no, it means no. And when an RVer says no, it means no. And that's what happened to this fella. He was backing in and was going to hit a palm tree with the front end of his motor coach. Everybody, no, no, stop, stop, no. Well, he didn't take advice, and he continued to back in. Caught the front lower cap of his motorhome on the palm tree, and with the big crunch and everything that's going on, the people screaming, no, no, he just kept right on going. And that's what happened. (laughs) He tore that front end right off, and uh, now it is out of the park for repairs, and I'm thinking it's probably in about the thirty to $40,000 range by the time that they find a cap for it and do the straightening of the body, the uh, substructure, and the uh, uh, do all the paint and body work, and et cetera. I've got the ultimate story. So we were driving down I-5 in Oregon, and we were going... Uh, west and on the other side of the highway going east we got passed by a schoolie and this isn't even a nice schoolie this is like one of those really rough schoolies but anyway on the roof they had a chicken coop and I mean like chicken wire maybe eight feet long by four feet wide and you know they were just going the speed of the of traffic and there was like 10 white chickens and they were all pinned to the back of the uh, chicken coop because they were going so fast. I don't even know if they realized the plight their chickens were in as they were going down the road. But uh, I mean, I like fresh eggs, but yeah, we were horrified with thinking those poor chickens. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, he's not done yet. He's got another story. So anyway, uh, it was one of those Cruise America rental class C's, right? And uh, I saw this uh, foreigner from a certain uh, country, and uh, he, he kind of held the sewer pipe in the ground, 
and then he threw the ripcord and uh, it popped right out of the hole from the weight and the pressure and it covered the guy. And, I, and I'm, of course, I'm sitting there watching this. I'm like, you got to come see this. You got to come see this to my wife. And uh, but it was hilarious. It was gross, but it was hilarious. Needless to say, a big part of RVing is emptying the black tank, the sewage tank. And you use a sewer hose for that. A lot of them come with a clear elbow, so you can kind of judge whether or not the tank is clean. Yeah, but some people don't like that, and you can actually get them that they're not clear. Well, I was dumping my sewer, my black tank, and as the... The dump was going down my sewer hose. My neighbor told me to cover it up with some piece of paper or something because they did not want to see my crap. Oh, is that because it was clear? It was clear and probably was brown too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, since we're on the subject of sewer hoses, wait till you hear this one. I had a friend at one time that uh, was new to RVing and he went and fueled up his motor coach. And upon doing that, he noticed a sign that said uh, sewer dump. So he followed this sign to where he thought it would be, pulled the plate off the ground and and, uh, looked down in there and did whatever he had to do to get it open and said, well, that looks kind of funny. But at any rate, he connected his hose up to his, his coach, put the hose down the hole and started dumping. And it was at that point that he realized that he was dumping it right into their underground gas tanks. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Way to go, Dick. <laughs> I got one more for you guys. I had a person, I was asleep early in the morning, just waking up, and someone ran into my RV and knocked out my marker light. And next thing you know, my wife, she hangs out the window. Hey, buddy, I need your license and insurance. And they said, hey, I'll give you cash. I'll give you money. And she said, how much? They said $300. And I said, honey, take it. <laughs> up next, wait till you hear what this lady went through. The gentleman was backing up, and my husband saw it coming and wanted him to stop, blew our horn, and he just kept coming. So, so goes the windshield and the mirror and... About $10,000 in damage. Then the poor guy was so rattled that he went to pull forward and took out the whole side of his motorhome on the palm tree. And the kicker is he had just gotten his motorhome out of repair that morning. So it wasn't the first time. You know, people who work in RV parks and campgrounds, they see a heck of a lot. Go ahead. Tell them what you've seen. A couple in here that had a portable chicken coop on the back of their rig they pulled in yeah they had a uh, three chickens and a baby pig oh my gosh we can't have uh like farm animals here Uh, and then several other times there was people that one guy was driving down the street going out the gate and he had a slide didn't put his slides in just oblivious and turned a corner and the palm tree ripped two of the slides off and there they were right in the middle of the street (laughs) Uh, they sat there for four hours then we had a 44-foot bus decided and this was at the end, this is like May, not this past year, the year before that. He decided he was going to drive from the corner lot all the way across, not use the roads, and he got stuck. And it cost him $1,700 to be pulled out like 12 feet. The sand? sand? Sand, yeah. The sand is a lot softer right where all the pedestals are because that's where all our utilities are. So that's why we ask you not to drive through the... Yeah. And of course he had to off-road with his RV. Yeah, and there was like 20, there was 20 of us trying to get him out. And he, I could do it. I could do it. He couldn't do it, so yeah, 
cost them 1700 bucks. Oh, ouch. Yeah. Wow, 1700 bucks to get pulled out of the sand. I remember we got stuck in Michigan in some sand at a state park, and we it was did. 175 Yeah. That it, was a deal. Yeah, <laughs> it was, and we thought it was a lot. <laughs> we were not happy about it. Yeah, that's... Because it was not our fault. Sand and RVs do not mix, because these RVs are very heavy. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, what is it about people forgetting about their slides well, being out? I don't know that they would forget. I bet you they don't work. They probably break and they can't get them in. That's a so possibility. So they just leave anyway, because listen to this next lady. I have seen people going down the highway with their slides open. You're kidding. <laughs> More than once, actually. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. That would be crazy. <laughs> yes. Anything happened to them? Uh, not that I saw. We just kind of beeped and, you know, tried to point, and that was about it. Yeah. I don't know what the outcome was. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can't imagine it's good for the frame. Yeah. Accidents happen all the time. But when you're pulling a big trailer, maybe it's a fifth wheel, and you go to turn, that rear end can swing out more than you anticipate. And you could hit something and not even know it. Yeah. The guys that uh, we witnessed pulling out of the RV park and not managing his tail swing. Um, guy had a fifth wheel was pulling out of the parking lot and there were a whole bunch of pylons hooked with a rope almost like you'd see it like a boat yard kind of a look to the uh to the pylons he pulled up four or five of these pylons like he was picking carrots pulling out of this parking lot with the back end of his rig put a big old dent in it and the dumbest part about it is you know when it's on the back of your rig like that and you're pulling he didn't even feel it he just kept on driving out i'm surprised he didn't drag the whole uh, rope with him but uh yeah he uh he picked up about five or six pylons and dumped them right out of the ground speaking of dumping things Wait till you hear this next one. We normally keep our black tanks closed uh, for about a week, and then we drain them all at once because if you don't, it can back up in the pipe because there's not enough slope. Well, the lovely bride went one day to the washroom, and I was dumping the black water tank. And I closed the valve, and then I let it fill the black water tank from the external source filled with water. And it filled that tank, and it started to go up the vent pipe. She got up off the, the loo and uh, stepped on the, on the plunger to open the valve, and boom, the water pressure blew it all back and all over the place in the bathroom. Oh, no. Oh, no. All I can say about that is better her than me. <laughs> you know, it's amazing you're here alive telling this story. The only reason I'm doing it is she is not here. <laughs> this uh, one time, I know this person that hooked up their fresh water to the black water tank and left it there, like thinking it was the you know where they hook up the water. Right. And then they tried to step in a bucket of grease after getting off the table. That was his wife he was talking about. That was hilarious. Yeah, it really was. Moving along, you know, just like anywhere else, you'll find inconsiderate and sometimes very stupid people in the campgrounds. Take a listen to what this guy has to say. He works in a campground. Oh, yeah. The unfortunate one I see all the time is the unfortunate placement of sewer equipment that you see in the uh, RV parks all the time. So get a tablecloth because uh, 
unfortunately, a lot of people use those tables as workbenches for whatever they're working on. And a lot of the times that's winding up sewer hoses or anything else. So keep that in mind next time you're going to have a picnic outside of your rig. Uh, Think about putting a tablecloth down. Right there is a great heads up. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's important to cover those picnic tables if you're going to use it. And if you need a cover, just go to our Amazon storefront, Jeff Kinsbach. We've got the picnic table covers in there. Yeah, rockinthervlife.com. You'll be able to find that Amazon page really easy. Yes. Now, I want to get back to the keys that I lost. Oh, you will not give this up. No, but I just have to say, it's it was the funniest thing because I don't remember when I wore that zip-up hoodie, and I don't know why they were in that pocket, uh-huh. but they were, so I must have just forgot. Well, you know what? That brings me to this subject, mm-hmm. and that is, you and I are going to take a two-week break from podcasting. Yeah. And that's going to come up in December. We're going to be gone the weeks of December 24th and the 31st, and we'll be back on January 7th. Yeah, we get to go on vacation. That's right. Well, we're on vacation. (laughs) Well, I know. (laughs) Vacation from the podcast. (laughs) We are out of time, and we will catch up to you next week. Don't forget, you can find us at rockingthervlife.com. We are Rocking the RV Life on Instagram, TikTok, Jeff Kinsbach on Facebook. That's right. And until then... Please keep track of your keys. Yeah, don't lose them. It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.